Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Be Still with Beth. I am so glad you are here, and I can't wait to share what's on my heart and mind this week. But before we jump in, I just want to remind you to go on over to BeStillHealthAndWellness.com. Check out the yin and meditation classes that are happening every Wednesday evening at 7.30 Central Standard Time as well as pick up your own word bracelet. So if you've listened to my first podcast talking about my word of the year, you will know what these word bracelets mean to me and how special they are. So you can find them over on the BeStillHealthAndWellness.com website and get yours today. Or go ahead and order a couple, maybe one for you, a few friends, a few family, grab a few while you're at it as well. And so this week, I wanted to share with you something that is really relevant right now. And when I'm filming this, I'm still in the midst of it. And so before we get there and before I share kind of where I'm at and what's on my heart, I just want to do a quick check in with you. So where you're seated, just contemplating to yourself as I ask these questions and just answer them silently to yourself. What are you feeling right now in this present moment? What are your senses sharing with you? Your touch, the sound, smell, your taste, what are you hearing? And what is weighing on your heart? What is weighing on your mind? Usually there's something that comes back to us that is really heavy on our heart and on our mind. And then this final question is one we get asked so often, and I think we're quick to respond. How are you doing? But when I say that, I'm going to say truly, how are you doing? Now, if you're like many of us, that last question, you would simply respond, oh, fine, busy, I'm fine, I'm busy. So many times I catch myself responding the same way. How are you? Oh, good. Oh, good. Everything's just great. And deep inside, I'm not good. I'm frustrated, I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm angry, or maybe I'm even really joyful and just elated with how my life is or there's something really exciting happening. But yet we play it either low on both sides. We don't show the true emotion. We just say we're good. Now there's many reasons why I think we're conditioned to do that and and whether we've learned it over the years or culture or maybe some situation that you've been in, but it takes a lot to rewire our brain to truly answer that question. But today I'm going to answer that question for myself and I'm going to share that with you of truly how am I doing. So truly how am I doing this week? Not good. Quite frankly, not good. Last night and yesterday was a day that I just wanted to throw in the towel, 
get a bucket of ice cream and shed some tears. And quite frankly, sometimes that lifts the mood and I snap out of whatever little funk I'm in or I find ways to move past the feelings and move through them in a maybe a decent way or maybe not depending on who you're asking, right? But really my week, I felt just defeated. I felt like I've been swimming upstream, just this go, go, go mentality as well as feeling the winter blues, y'all. I live in Wisconsin, and it is cold, 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 frigid this week, and the winter blues are starting to hit me. I typically try to take a trip during this time of the year, and I haven't been able to do that yet. We were supposed to do one last um, December, and that got pushed back to April, and so I'm really just craving adventure, and I know when I start to crave adventure that it's part of my um, intuition and part of my my mind and body that I know I need to find a way to to feed that and it doesn't mean I have to go anywhere far it just means I have to find some sort of adventure for myself so so I'm feeling defeated feeling like I'm swimming upstream and a lot of that has to do with emotions a lot of that has to do with life planning Um, There's been pressures that I feel like I'm carrying other people's weight, other people's burdens, their responsibilities. And again, there's just this looming um, fear or feeling of fear for decisions to be made. And so that's where I'm at right now as I'm filming this podcast. I've been able to move past some of that a little bit, uh, but today I'm still feeling a little bit heavy. And so I love the question that I ask a lot of friends is, how is your heart? And when I answer that question for me, sometimes my heart feels grateful, but it's heavy. And right now it's in that place. I'm very grateful for what I have, the home, the, the means to provide for food and warmth and all of that. But it's heavy in the sense that I'm not feeling like I'm fully fulfilling my God-given passion and purpose. And that's a whole nother podcast in itself to really dive into what that means. But There's this fire inside of me that I can feel burning very brightly and feeling like it's meaning to just spread to others, but yet it's being contained. And what I'm diving into and trying to unravel is, is that me? Am I containing that fire inside of me? Am I trying to stop what's inside of me for fear of something? And usually it comes back to fear. I'll tell you that. It comes back to whether it be fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of letting other people down, fear of failure, fear of people not liking me on the whole social media realms. Like It comes back to that fear, but I feel like I'm holding in that burning fire. And so I feel like right now what has helped me just understand that is taking some time to reflect. And so if you're feeling in that space this week, and maybe you can't even pinpoint the emotions, but I would challenge you to take some time to journal, which is going to be one of the reflections that I share with you, but take some time to find what those emotions are and what it is that you're exactly feeling. And you may not fully get there. I'll tell you, I'm not fully there because every time that I start to dive deeper into, okay, why am I feeling defeated? I'm feeling defeated because of this. Okay, what is that? And then I dive into that feeling or why is that happening? Okay, because of this. And every time you peel back, kind of like little onions, layers of onions, every time you peel back something, you dive a little bit deeper. 
And usually more and more raw and vulnerable emotions come up. But I just encourage you to try to find what that one emotion maybe is right now that you can pinpoint and go from there. And so what I want to share with you today is is not only spilling my beans about my life and um, not by any sense like a pity party, but I want to share just how I've come to learn and just some tools and techniques that help me when I'm in this space and how I've been able to use these resources to maybe not fully push through them, but at least be able to reframe my mindset, shift my mindset, and begin to move through different emotions in different zones. And this week, um, I'm going to share this little tidbit with you because it's on my mind. I've been listening to this series about Feel Good Challenge, and they've been talking about these zones. And so this has been one of my big learnings this week, which is ironic, right, that I'm feeling this way. But these zones that they talk about are red, yellow, and green, and that's so simple, right? We all know those three colors, and I bet you can guess what red, yellow, and green mean. Meaning the red is obviously bad, that's your stress zone, and the green is good, that's your relaxation zone. And so when we think about these zones and how we move through them, when we're in the red zone, that tends to be when we're in that fight, flight, or freeze kind of area. Yellow, of course, is that like hesitation, that caution, just like in a stoplight. And then that green is like we're truly releasing, we're open, we're resting, we're just in this state of peace and tranquility with our with our body. And so they talk about these three zones this week about how it is our responsibility or it's our, you know, privilege too, I think, that when we are approached with a situation just like I was this week of these feelings of defeat and there's obviously always more to every story but I'm not going to dive into the exact uh, feelings of why I'm feeling swimming upstream and and all of this too maybe a day for another show but when I think about those situations that are making me feel this way is I recognize those emotions and then I have a choice to respond right so this response could push me into the red zone to where I'm feeling anxious, fear, you know, exhaustion, and my body is feeling tense and all of those like reactions and my thoughts are spiraling and I'm overwhelming. I'm just constant rumination over thought, over thought, over thought. But what I have the authority and I have the responsibility to do is when I notice my body doing that and I'm aware of those reactions, I can pause and bring myself back to yellow and bring myself back to green. And I think it's a super cool technique. I'm still understanding and learning more of it, like I said, from the Feel Good Challenge. But that's one of the things this week that I think it's been my tool to just help me work through the situation that I've been through. And so that's my my tip and my reflection, you know, first is that there may be something similar that you've heard or maybe it's another resource in a book out there because there's lots of different tips but find something that you can allow the mindset to be shifted and your brain to change wavelengths so that you are able to move through those feelings and through those emotions and then my next one is finding your tribe and your people and this i think is so important we're humans made to connect friends and when we aren't connecting and being with other people in relationship I just think it truly weighs on our heart so find your tribe 
Now, for me, my tribe is lots of different groups of people. Quite commonly, it's my group of girlfriends in faith, my sisters in Christ, and my few brothers in Christ as well. And so I turn to them usually right away, especially in prayer, because we know in all times, pray for everything. Pray, 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 pray. Open up that Bible and pray. Um, And so that has been one of the ways I've been able to tap into those networks and into those tribes to just spill my beans, let it out, whatever I need to do. And then from their side, they're able to pray over me. They're able to just listen, to just be there. So if you don't have a tribe or you're not sure who your tribe is, I just encourage you to maybe reach out. I'd be happy to connect you with any sort of groups. I have several groups also on Facebook that I absolutely know nobody in the group, but it's a safe place and it's a safe place to just share and be vulnerable and share whatever you need to and get awesome support back. Next, I decide to journal and again, pray. Journal and pray. Constantly praying, constantly praying. Uh, But journaling as well. Now, journaling is so hard for me, friends. I'm not sure why. I think it's because my handwriting sucks. I'm not a very good writer in that my scribbles tend to just be scribbles and it's hard for me to read them. But I did take some time last night and just journaled and I took the brain dump and tried to put everything that was on my mind onto paper. And that type of tool allows the body to also whatever you're ruminating on out into the space and out into the paper and it releases some of that rumination. Again, that's what I'm experiencing. That's what I feel. I know journaling can also be such a great reflection tool. So knowing where you were and where you're going, it can be a great place to turn back on. So open up that book, find a sheet of paper, maybe even on a Word document on your computer if you're not all computered out by the end of the day or during the day if you're at work and you just want to throw some notes down on a piece Um, on a Word document or whatnot, go for it. Like, just get it out of your head, get it out of your heart, and release and surrender it. This one comes to me as a very difficult thing to do, this little reflection and action that I've learned this week, and that is to stop acting little. Woo! Wow, that one hits me. Right square in the chest, square in the forehead, No more asking for space, no more saying, oh, I'm so sorry, or no more just acting like I'm not worthy of a little bit of space in a room, in a conversation, in the world, etc. Women, I know we tend to do this more often. I'm not saying men don't, but women, we tend to be in in a place where many times we want to apologize for something that we haven't even done. Oh, so sorry, so sorry, I'm sorry, like for whatever we're doing. I was doing it the other night. I started to get just emotional and crying. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then I was like, whatever. I'm going to cry. I need to cry. I need to let it out. Like, who am I apologizing for? Nothing. I'm not apologizing for the emotions that I'm feeling because I'm feeling them. And that's okay to feel them. So taking the word just out of my vocabulary was something today that really sparked my brain. And I don't know if you notice you do it a lot. I probably do it way more than I notice. But you might say something along the lines of, I just need to say something. Or, I just need a few minutes of your time. Or, I just want, etc. Just so you know, etc. Removing that word just, I didn't realize how impactful it was until you did it. And then it's instead of, I just need a little bit of your time, or I just want to share this with you, it's, 
I want to share this with you. I want some of your time to discuss X, Y, and Z. Or whatever it is, friends, that you are throwing that word just into, take inventory of how much you're using it. Because let me tell you, I'm a little afraid if I put a quarter in a jar for every time I said just, I'd be a rich woman for sure. So own it, show up for it, stop acting little, and just no more, no more of the word just, no more of that apologizing that we don't need to be doing for anyone, especially if it's regarding our emotions. And lastly, our brains want us to stay where it's comfortable so we avoid change. And I think this is a major reflection for me this week because a lot of what I'm dealing with is around change. And as you listen to maybe my past podcasts, my past degree and past life is in a change manager. And so commonly, I'm not afraid of change or I don't find change difficult, hence why I helped organizations, individuals, and businesses move through change successfully through projects and through leadership. But at the same time, I'm human and my brain doesn't want me to change. So what's comfortable now It doesn't want to do anything different. It wants to stay here in this space. And even on the spiritual realm, the devil or the enemy wants us to believe that we aren't deserving of something, of that change, especially if it's maybe something for the better or if it's trying to make you stop doing something and change a habit. Maybe it's an eating habit, that resolution that you started in the new year and you keep struggling to maintain it. And so just know, give yourself grace that your brain is essentially working against you, which is so sad, but it doesn't want to change and that's how it's created. So we really have to work those muscles of being uncomfortable or excuse me, being comfortable in the uncomfortable and making those changes despite what our emotions, our responses, maybe we feel like it's our spirit is telling us to just stay here. And it leads back to my last comment, staying small, being little, like it doesn't want us to move into maybe a more joyful or a more fulfilling life. And it wants us to stay here. And that's just our brain. So just know that that is always going to be playing against you. So wow, right? I've given you a lot of information and a lot of tips just really from my own heart and from my experience just in two days it hasn't even been that much friends it's been two days but I've just been in this whirlwind of emotions and to me the reason I just wanted to hop on in the midst of all of this is because I don't know what will be like when I get through it and I may not know when I'm fully through it. This might take a few weeks. I don't know. It might be done tomorrow. I might find my answers. I, I don't know. But if you're in that space and you're feeling like, gosh, everything else around me is so positive and I feel like I'm living in this negative whirlwind, it's okay. You're not alone. I share a lot of positivity because I am a positive person. And this week I feel like I've been the absolute opposite of that. I feel like I've been in the worst moods. I've been cranky. I haven't even felt motivated to do some of the things that I normally love to do. The inspiration isn't there. And so I'm just acknowledging being present there, saying, I feel you, body. I feel you, emotions. I see you, body. I see you, emotions. But I know how 
I can work through this. Here's what I'm going to do. And those are those tools that I just gave you a few glimpses that work for me this week. Now it may be different for you. Maybe one of those things works great and the other is like absolutely not. But what I hope I can just encourage you is that regardless of the feelings, the emotions, know that you are always worthy and you are always loved no matter what. And so I come back to how I wanted to start with you all and checking in. And so maybe the answers to these questions have changed since we started today. And that's what are you feeling right now? Your senses, your touch, your smell, the sound in the room. Maybe it's the sound of even my voice. And then what's weighing on your heart and on your mind? Is there something that keeps coming up? And then lastly, and I encourage you to go ask a friend this or maybe even your significant partner or maybe even your kids. Truly, how are you doing? And answer that authentically, truthfully, wholeheartedly with no reservations. So to recap where we've been today, I want us to just remember these three items. Give yourself permission to check in, feel emotions, and be present. Do it 10 times a day. Maybe put a calendar reminder every hour. Just check in. Be aware with your body and your mind and your soul and your spirit. Then brain dump. Whatever comes up in that check-in, dump it out. Journal about it. Maybe use speech text it to yourself and put it in a memo pad. However you need to release it. There's truly an emotional and a body connection when we can just let go of some of those burdens that we're carrying that come up when we actually take time to check in with our body. And lastly, know that self-care is for you and it is not selfish. So find what works. Maybe it is that journaling, that's self-care for you. Maybe it's a hot cup of tea by your fireplace. Or maybe it's taking a hot bath, going for a run, working out, yoga, meditation, a movie night, maybe a TV show binge for a couple episodes. Whatever self-care is for you, just honoring that and allowing you to take that space to do it. It is not selfish. It is self-care. It is helping your whole body. So as we end today's show, I want to share this brief meditation with you. And I just thought this would be a really great place to end our time together. It'll be just about five minutes. And I just want you to maybe take a moment to tune into this meditation. Maybe you come back to it later if you're listening in the car or at work. And maybe you can't take the full attention to tune into the meditation. This meditation is about turning toward and tuning in. That is like a tongue twister, friends. Turning toward and tuning in. And that's exactly what I just was sharing is how getting through my week of messiness was being able to really kind of put that mirror up and turn inward to what my body and my mind and my spirit are feeling. And so if you are able to do it now, find just a comfortable seat, maybe a quiet space. And if it's safe for you and it feels okay for you, go ahead and close your eyes. 
begin to just feel the breath in your body nice and slow filling your abdomen as you inhale allowing the entire body to soften take three full slow deep breaths inhaling deeply last time feeling this breath find a natural rhythm and then bring your awareness to your senses talked a lot about our senses today and just spend five to ten seconds on each sense hearing the sound around you exploring the smell the taste that's in your mouth maybe what you're touching whether it be your hands or if you're seated what your sit bones are feeling and if your eyes are closed your vision maybe there's something coming to your vision if your eyes are open what are we seeing just tune in to those senses for another 15 seconds or so with the breath and as you feel those senses bring attention to your mind to the center stage in your awareness an unpleasant emotion now this unpleasant emotion should be more of a mild experience maybe a tragedy or a sadness irritation or maybe frustration but not one that is heavy in the after-effects or a major trauma but bring that emotion to the center awareness. And then begin shifting your awareness to discover how this feeling is manifesting in your body. What are the physical signs that your body are feeling? Maybe you're feeling tightness in your chest. Maybe there's some heaviness in your stomach. Maybe there's some shaking or tensing of the fingers or the toes or maybe even the jaw. Maybe you're feeling your cheeks get red and fiery with a little bit of heat. Take your attention and move it to that strongest area in your body. And once you find that area, take a deep inhale and directing the breath right to that area, allowing every inhale and exhale to wash in and out. Turn toward it. Tune into it. Does this sensation have a temperature? Is it moving or is it static? It's not an invitation to think about the sensation, but to feel it without judgment. No, we are not trying to change our experience. We're simply staying with it, staying with this experience just as it is. Maybe you say to yourself, it's okay to feel this emotion in this moment. And as we stay here with this emotion, recognize if there's any resistance that you're feeling as you begin to stay here. Do you want to fix it or avoid it, run away from it? Notice this. 
see if we can apply mindfulness to this experience by bringing in an open heart, open mind, a little curiosity to the resistance. Or maybe notice if there's a storyline with this emotion inside of you. Again, if there is, that's okay. Without judgment, we're noticing the thoughts for what they are. Simply thoughts. They come and they go. Let go of the storyline and keep returning your awareness to the area in your body where this emotion is physically strongest. It's not an invitation to think about the sensation, remember, but to feel. Turn toward them with loving acceptance. Staying with the breath. Staying with the body sensation of this emotion. Just let it be. Accept it. Soften up to them. Maybe you gently or quietly say yes to them. Signifying that you're allowing them to be just as they are. It's another way to allow them space to imagine the edges of this sensation softening. Merging or blending with your entire body. Allow it to be present. Allow that emotion, that feeling to take up space in your body and simply be. And then embrace it. Embrace it with loving acceptance and notice what happens again without judgment when we do this. Let's stay here for another five rounds of deep breaths, noticing the sensation, staying with this area in our body and allowing it loving kindness without judgment. Deepening our inhales and our exhales. And friends, let's take an inhale together and come back to our awareness of the breath coming out of our meditation, maybe gently wiggling your fingers, maybe you begin to flutter your eyes open. Once your eyes are open, take a deep inhale through the nose and then open up that mouth and let that full deep exhale go. I hope you find some openness from turning toward and tuning in with that meditation as always go ahead and follow me on instagram at be still buff or on facebook at be still health and wellness and until next time friends be well